everyone, this is Dr. Barry Burns. The most important factor in trading is determining market direction. And the market can move in one of three ways. It's pretty obvious. It can either go up, of course, then we want to buy or be long in the market. It can go down, then we want to sell, or if you're so inclined, short the market. Or it can just go sideways. And in that case, we either want to stay out or do some channel trading techniques. But the real question is, how do we determine the direction of the market? So let's analyze that in today's podcast. There's two general approaches. The first one is called fundamental analysis. And in fundamental analysis, you look at things like earnings reports, sales, PE ratios, growth, value, uh, broker upgrades, downgrades, analysts, and things like that. But the problem with this approach is that the market doesn't always make sense. Uh, for example, with earnings, sometimes a company will come out with a better than expected earnings. And then the stock goes down. <laughs> Other times, the uh, company might come out with worse than expected earnings, and then the market goes down. Or maybe it actually goes up. I've seen both happen. So, you know, how can this be? I mean, it just doesn't seem to make sense. Well, there's a few different reasons. Uh, we'll just talk about a couple of them today. And one of them is, for example, that um, traders and investors, people who actually are putting their money into the market, they don't always make sense. They don't always do logical things. And let's face it, what really moves the market, and I'm talking about Forex, futures, stocks, uh, commodities, any market whatsoever. What really moves that market is not the news that came out. It's how the people buying or selling that market respond to the news. And behavioral finance is a whole entire field of study, and it has documented now that people do very illogical things when it comes to money. I mean, they really, really do not follow logical principles. And let's face it, when people are investing or trading, they're dealing with their money. And it's a very emotional thing. And people more often do emotional things with their money than they will do the logical or reasonable things with their money. So that's one reason that who makes the markets go up or down? It's really the people. It's not the news. Uh, another aspect of it, however, is that often um, the market will discount the news. So what we mean by that is that the news has already been factored in ahead of time. And this is because people want to take positions ahead of the news. They feel like, well, if I, I buy when the news is released or I short when the news is released, they're late to the party. Everybody wants to get in early. You know, that's a big part of what investing and trading is all about. It's being there before everybody else, being there before the big move happens. And so, this is where the slogan comes from, very, very famous slogan, to buy the rumor and sell the news. So that's another aspect that actually is very, very important in determining why these things happen that might seem so illogical. And then there's a third reason, too, that we'll just mention today, and that is that the market often leads the economy by three to nine months. So if you have economic news coming out, for example, um, any kind of news that has to do with uh, the economy or, or even company fundamentals and so forth, 
Um, the market's ahead of that. The market's ahead of that by three to six to even nine months. And so if you're following the economy in order to trade the market, you're kind of doing it backwards. So for these reasons and many others, uh, myself and other people have turned to technical analysis where fundamental analysis looks at facts and numbers and finances determine what a market should do. Technical analysis, on the other hand, looks at what a market is actually doing. So we follow the actual buying and selling. In other words, we're looking at what are the participants of the market doing. So regardless of the news, how are people reacting? What are they doing? If they're buying, then we want to be long. If they're shorting, we want to be short. And we do this by using charts. We plot the price of the markets on charts. So we don't really care too much what the earnings report was or the economic report as far as the content goes. We will watch that. We will know when those things are coming out because those can be big market movers. But what the actual announcement was isn't as important to us as how the market actually moves because that's reality. You know, if the market moves up, that's the direction I want to be in. So uh, we put the price chart on the, um, we graph the price chart. We also uh, put some indicators on there and we also look at price patterns. Price patterns have been shown to have some statistical probabilities as well as uh, indicator combinations. We use those things in order to determine whether we want to buy or sell and at what time. And that issue right there, timing is so key. Okay, so back to our original question. How do we determine the direction of a market? Now with technical analysis, the traditional answer has always been a market is moving up when it's forming higher highs and higher lows. And it's moving down when it's forming lower highs and lower lows. And it's going sideways when those highs and lows are relatively equal. They're in the same range. Well, I've been around trading all my life. My dad was a trader. And so I've heard this definition of a trend all my life. Um, I've watched it. And you know what? I found that it really wasn't that helpful. It didn't serve me all that well. And so I decided to look at some other things to determine trend more reliably. Uh, because I'd be in the market, you know, I'd watch the market make a higher high and a higher low. I'd buy and all of a sudden, boom, the market would turn right around and start tanking all the way down to the center of the earth. <laughs> and I'd lose money and I'd say, hey, that's not what's supposed to happen. Everybody knows we just started an uptrend. So I had to find another way. Nothing is perfect, of course. The market, as I said before, always involves risk. But the thing that has stood the test of time for me is the 50 period moving average. And for those who are intermediate traders, it's a simple moving average. Now the 50 MA or moving average is simply a line that's drawn on a chart that plots the average closing price of the last 50 bars. If a bar represents a day, it's the last 50 days. Now, of course, I didn't invent the 50 moving average. It's been around forever. I think Adam and Eve used it. Uh, it's a very, very, very common indicator, perhaps the most common one, especially on daily charts. Uh, in fact, it's so commonly used 
that uh, sometimes I get emails and calls from traders saying, hey, you know, I've watched that 50 moving average now, and you're right, you know, it does seem to work, but the only reason it works is because uh, it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy. So many people look at it as such a traditional indicator that, you know, everybody's buying off of it and selling off of it. But that's the only reason it works, Barry. And to that I answer, uh, yeah, I would agree with that, and I don't care. Who cares why it works? I'm here to make money. Trading's a business. And if it works, it works. So, yeah, I agree. It works because it is a self-fulfilling prophecy, because so many people are using it and trading off of it. But does that diminish its profitability for me? No, not at all. In fact, it's so common that now, I don't know if you're aware of this, but actually a lot of trading is done with computer programs now, where computers just execute the trades. It's not even live people in many cases. And a lot of these computer programs use the 50 moving average as kind of a line in the sand between a bear market and a bull market. So you got computers using it, you've got individual traders using it. It's been a standard indicator on charts for forever. And so, yeah, that self-fulfilling prophecy is very powerful. But if it's that powerful, I definitely want to use it. So, therefore, um, we use it to determine direction. It smooths out the wiggles in the market and gives you a very clear indication of direction up and down or sideways. But it serves double duty. Not only is it a great trending indicator, but it's also a great support resistance indicator because, again, with so many traders watching this, what happens often, the market will come down to the 50 moving average and then it'll bounce back up off of that. Same reason, people are seeing it as a line in the sand, and a lot of people will buy right off of that level. Now, another question that comes in um, that I get via email a lot is um, some more experienced traders especially will say, Hey, Barry, why don't you just use a shorter-term moving average? Uh, you know, that 50MA, it's kind of slow. It doesn't follow the market real carefully. Well, that's a great question. And the reason that a shorter-term moving average is a lousy trend indicator is exactly what they just said, because it follows the market too closely. We don't want a trending indicator that follows price too closely. You know, indicators are meant to show you something different than price. Anything that follows price real closely, you don't need it, because you got price, the price bars themselves. That's number one. Number two is that we want a trending indicator and we want a trade that will give us a great risk-reward ratio. So what I mean by that is I want to risk a very, very small amount on every trade because, let's face it, uh, not every trade does make money. So when I have a losing trade, I want that loss to be tiny, minute, and minuscule. <laughs> I want it so small that it doesn't bother me at all. In other words, I'll lose such a little amount of money, it won't affect me emotionally so that I can go on and, and continue to trade with a level head. On the other hand, when I catch a winning trade, I want it to be a big winner. And so I want to catch those big trends. Now, a short-term moving average measures the short-term trend. 
And so when the market's not really in a major trend, those short-term moving averages will whipsaw. They go up, down, up, down, up, down. They wiggle around, and that whipsaws you in and out of the market, in, out, in, out, runs up commissions, and it doesn't make you any money anyway. So in order to have that big reward that we're talking about, we need to catch the big trend. And to catch the big trend, we need to use a big or longer-term moving average. That will allow us to smooth out the market and stay in those big moves for the big profits. So some of this I understand might be a little difficult to picture in your mind. This is an audio podcast and so what I've done is I've gone ahead and created a special video just for this podcast. And I pulled up some charts on that video so you can see what I mean by you know using bar charts and we plot the 50 MA on there for you to see that 50 moving average. Um, I show you exactly why higher highs and higher lows doesn't always mean an uptrend and we give you examples of that in this little video. And again, it's totally free. It's just meant to be a, a free companion to this audio because when it comes to technical analysis, it really, really is helpful to visualize. It's a kind of a visual art, if you will. So I've just posted it up on my blog. My blog is at topdogtrading.com. Again, that's www.topdogtrading.com. And when you get there, you'll see my blog entries on the front page. Uh, just look across the top, and you'll see some tabs there. And one of them will be labeled Podcasts. And my podcasts are uh, posted there. You can click on them and listen to them. And right next to this one, you'll see the little video. And all you have to do is click on it, and it'll play for you right in your browser. And while you're there, I'm also offering a free five-day video trading course. Again, no charge. It's just my service to the trading community. And in this, however, I am giving away an extra little bonus. On day four of that five-day video course, I'm giving away one of my favorite, favorite trading setups. It's called the Rubber Band Trade. And um, so feel free to um, get that course as well. This is Dr. Barry Burns with Top Dog Trading. Happy trades, everyone. Copyright 2008, Top Dog Trading. Nothing in this podcast should be construed to be investment advice. There is a substantial risk for loss when trading or investing. A market's actual results could differ materially from forecasts due to certain inherent market risks. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Consult a licensed broker, investment advisor, or financial planner before trading or investing.